Hello, this is Gary Jafarian, CEO of Jafarian Volvo Toyota, encouraging you to get informed and stay informed. Sign up for the weekly Ask Gary blog on Jafarian.com. It's time for the Car Doctor on AM 950 WROL. Got a car question? Call us at 617-770-3030. That's 617-770-3030. Now, here's the car doctor, John Paul, on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this Saturday morning. And we're broadcasting live from Jafarian Volvo Toyota in Haverhill. Uh, we're right in the Volvo showroom. We're right in front of a pretty nice Volvo P1800, actually, uh, next to... Uh, Volvo S60. We're all surrounded by Volvos here. In a little bit, we'll be talking to Gary Jafarian about uh, springtime and some things that are going on. Um, I want to thank I want to thank a couple people this week. Uh, uh, our friend who sends us the 200 mile an hour wax is concerned about my health, and uh, Jay Davidson said uh, I'm going to send you some a bottle of vitamin C so you can get over that cold you've had for the last two weeks. So we'll have to see how well that works. I've been taking. I've been taking that. Maybe that will take care of uh, some of my uh, some of my problems so far this week. And kind of had an unfortunate week this week too, because uh, my wife was driving home uh, Monday afternoon and uh, went to take a turn, and unfortunately uh, got run into by someone and totaled her car. So we're going through that whole experience of dealing with insurance companies and all of that. So. Uh, not a, not a great week in the Paul household, it seemed like, this week. So, Oh, and, and of course, um, a couple weeks ago, I never had time to talk about it, was I was uh, I got a parking ticket doing a cable TV show in, in Brockton, and I went home and paid the parking ticket online because the, the line was too long at the, at the city hall. And it appears as if, and this is just a guess on my part because it's the only place I've used this credit card, uh, my credit card was hacked. So um, I went to use I went to use a credit card. I don't use this one online. I only use it in person and only at gas pumps when I go to buy gas. I went to go use it. It was declined and it was declined. And I called the I called uh, Bank of America up and said, "What's up with my credit card?" And they said, "Well, it appears as if uh, you may not have been using it, and uh, it looks like someone was using it at Sam's Club in Worcester and Walmart in Worcester." So uh, I'm dealing with having to uh, deny those charges, which doesn't look like it's that big a deal to do. But again, just one of those things. So I guess uh, in the scheme of things coming threes, a parking ticket, a credit card hack, and a total car this week. So been an interesting week all the way around. Then. So if you've uh, if you've been reading uh, if you've been reading the uh, Car Doctor column in the Globe today, you'll notice that at the end of the column it says if you're in the if you're in the Haverhill area, stop by and uh, 
you know, come in and say hello at uh, Jafari and Volvo Toyota. That's where we are today. And like I said, we'll be talking to Gary in just a bit about uh, what's going on in uh, both Volvo and the Toyota side of the business. Uh, the dealership looks great. I've never been here before. And it's a it's a it's a it's a nice dealership, nice service department. I was down talking to Renee, uh, the service manager downstairs, and uh, just uh, they seem to they seem to run a nice business here. And he likes to call it kind of the oasis uh, away from some of the other uh, land of car dealerships. And I think that's what they have here. It's a, it's an interesting interesting business. If you would like to join us, our phone number is six one seven seven seventy thirty thirty six one seven seven seventy thirty thirty. That's how you get through and talk to us about your car and your car problems whatever you have on your mind uh, we'll be happy to talk to you about those things and love to take a phone call from some people and see what's see what's going on and you know just talk talk about different things i saw an interesting note from uh, this is um waldorf astoria hotels and resorts shifts into the fast lane with a global launch of the waldorf astoria driving experience sharing the exhilaration of driving the world's best supercars uh ferrari uh 458 mclaren mp4 uh, porsche gt3 lamborghini and a lamborghini gallardo now bookable at 12 of the brand's 26 landmark waldorf astoria properties across north america europe and the united arab emirates uh, designed to appeal to discerning travelers and automotive enthusiasts and adrenaline junkies the, each waldorf astoria driving experience will begin with the introduction and tutorial by world-class race champions and um before they leave participants in an unforgettable journey through some of the world's most exotic uh, scenic landscapes they don't tell you if you uh if you have to pay for the speeding tickets afterwards the driving experience program will start its engines at uh, six properties in north america four in europe and two in the uh, uae uh from may through december total drive time will be approximately three hours including stops for meals and the cost of ex the experience actually isn't as expensive as I thought it was going to be. It's $999 per couple, and the program can be booked by visiting uh, waldorfastoria.com uh, slash driving experience, or you call it Waldorf. Uh, but it's, it's uh, kind of an interesting idea, and they have uh, a pretty interesting eclectic, eclectic group of, um, of vehicles here where you, can, where you can go do this. So if you happen to be in park city utah you can go drive the cars there or chicago or new orleans or palm springs california or if you're down in florida or boca raton uh july uh and august uh, you can go take a car for a ride there so it's it's really kind of an interesting idea to be able to uh drive some very very exotic cars that are also very very expensive and you get to check them out and see what they like and test it all out and you know, see, see, you know, see what it is. It's a beautiful day here in Haverhill, and our phone number is 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. And uh, a very busy Gary Jafarian is running by, but I know he'll be back shortly, and we'll talk to him. Um, really, just uh, I, I just kind of want to know a little bit about the business and, you know, how he fared after the spring and, and all of that. So why don't we take a quick break? Uh, my name is John Paul. This is a Car Doctor program. You're listening on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. When we come back, we'll be talking to Gary Tafarian about the Volvo Toyota business. We'll be right back.
WROL Boston. Are you looking for the best deal on tires? You can trust Danvers Auto Engineering to deliver. From brand names at the best price to tire services to back up your new tire purchase. At Danvers Auto Engineering, we take great care to deliver complete customer satisfaction. Ready to shop for tires? Check out our online tire catalog and get instant pricing on our website. Go to DanversAuto.com. That's DanversAuto.com. You can trust Danvers Auto Engineering to deliver. Wow, spring is in the air, and I hope we can lift your spirit with a new vehicle. Customers ask me, why buy a Mitsubishi? Jill, can you answer that question? Sure, Mitsubishi's been building vehicles for 100 years. We have a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. The Lancer, Outlander Sport, and 7-passenger Outlander have the best all-wheel drive system in the industry. All three just got ranked number one in safety by the National Institute of Highway Safety. Zachary, don't we have some great spring values? That's right, Dad. Our Outlander Outlander Sport is on sale starting at just $14,997. And our Mitsubishi Mirage is on sale starting for just $10,997. A new car, just $10,999. Folks, come to Misho Mitsubishi on Route 114 in Danvers. 0% financing, college grad programs, military programs, brand new vehicles that are safe, inexpensive, and have a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. My name is Kevin Misho. I guarantee you'll be satisfied. MishoMitsubishi.com. We are your feel-good dealer. Hello, this is Gary Jafarian, CEO of Jafarian Volvo Toyota, encouraging you to get informed and stay informed. Sign up for the weekly Ask Gary blog on Jafarian.com. Now, let's get back to the car doctor, John Paul. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, and we're broadcasting live from Jafiri and Volvo Toyota. Especially if my voice holds out. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll do the best we can here. And uh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful day to be out today. I didn't realize it was supposed to be such a nice day out today. So, And uh, Penny, our salesperson's here with Henry's Donuts and... Uh, I, it may have it may have been the biggest donut I've ever seen in my life. I and but I managed somehow to finish it all. It was a giant jelly donut, and it was uh, it was quite good. But if you're if you're in the area, stop on by and at least stop by to get a donut and some uh, and some fresh apple fritter as well from uh, from Henry's Donuts. So stop in, and we even have a couple of T-shirts to give away too. So uh, if you're in the area, stop on by. I know it's early, and people have got a lot of things to do on what could be the second best spring saturday we've had so far this year so it's a but it's a nice day to be out and get some things done and maybe uh you've been walking around the yard going uh wow there's uh there's some damage and things that i need to take care of and sticks and branches and other problems so uh you're probably out there checking all that out and uh, probably time to also think about taking care of your car and doing a little bit of preventative maintenance for that why don't we take a phone call? Our phone number is 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. Mike, is that you? Yes, sir. I'm what's up? I'm calling, sir. So what's up this morning, Mike? Well, I got a question for you. Uh, I have a 2003 Toyota Tacoma, a four-cylinder, 
And then the windshield wiper uh, pump is, uh, is not working. My question okay. is, what, would that, what do you think it would cost me for, for parts and labor to get that fixed? And this is and you and it's the it's just the windshield washer pump is not working. Yeah, you know when you go to back to it, yep. it's, it's not working at all. In fact, it's affected the wipers. When I go to activate it, the wipe seems to go off. And they they have a mind of their own. They uh, they won't shut off for like twenty minutes. So I don't I don't know if it's related or if it's, it was it happened over about a month ago. Yeah, you might have you might have a couple of problems going on there, and you may find out that you actually need a windshield wiper uh, complete motor assembly. Um, it's possible, so you know that's one of those things you you need to look at. If it is just the if it is just the windshield washer pump, that's not uh, you know that's not too 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 scary expensive, I guess, because you can you can replace it separately, but still expensive. The windshield washer pump is seventy five dollars, and it will take about it'll take about a half an hour worth of labor, maybe a little bit more to replace it. So, but then if you find out it's uh, related to, you know, it could be, do you hear it run at all when you, when you push the button for the washer? Do, do you hear it make noise? Nothing. Not even the no, sound. That, not, I know you mean that yeah. you are it up there. No. Yeah. But when you turn the wipers on, they come on normally though, right? When I, when I put them on by themselves without active, trying to activate the pump, they work, yep. they work fine. They that work fine. Nice okay. I'll forget and I'll try the pump, I'll press in. I'll yep. In. Impressed the deep press, whatever it is, and, it pops. Yep. and then the wipers will start doing their thing. For half then they'll stop and they'll be driving along without even touching anything. They go on and then they go off. Sometimes it just goes on for 30 minutes. Yeah, but yeah, it, I mean, because what it does is it looks for the pump to run through its cycle. Then when the pump shuts off, then it lets the wipers do a couple sweeps and then right. it shuts off. So, um, but like I said, a new pump is about 75 to 80 dollars for a factory pump. And then somewhere between, you know, 40 minutes and an hour's worth of labor to replace it. So depending on the labor rate, you know, $120 an hour. So you're looking, you know, figure you're going to spend a couple hundred bucks. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right. Good enough. Thanks. All right. Good. Uh, And let's go over to Charlie real quick. Charlie. Hi, John Paul. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm still breathing. Well, that's good. That's Good. good. Yeah, I, you know, as you know, I got a 2002 Focus. Yep. And uh, I'm having problem. I keep getting heat coming into the car, even though it's nice and cool out. And I want fresh air if I turn, you know. Yep. And I don't know whether it's in the, I don't know what whether it's a, a, a electronic control in the water line or whether it's the baffles inside. It's I, probably the baffles inside. It's probably that there's a blend door that opens and closes that lets cool air in or hot air in or cold or shuts the hot air off so the air conditioner can work. And chances are that blend door is stuck. Yeah, well, I don't even without running the air conditioner, I'm still getting this hot air now. Yeah, it yeah. It used to be warm, it was getting hotter. Yeah, because the blend door is probably stuck open because it used to be when you turned on heater systems in cars, you turn it on and it would turn a valve on that would turn the water on. Right. But now in a lot of cases, the water's circulating through the heater core all the time. All the time. And yeah. what happens is it's the blend door that makes it all work or not work. Um, huh. So it's probably that. In your car, so well, it's internal. That, how do you how do you figure out it? <laughs> yeah, you unfortunately you got to get under there and 
start to look at it and you know see see what's going on but i'm willing to bet based on your description it's probably a bad blend or and yeah. uh you know and that's but again you need to spend a little bit of time looking at it to figure figure out exactly what it is but i that's that's uh there is a there is a um, a cable that runs that air door uh-huh. And it could be the cables broken. There's also a on some of them. There's actually a little motor or actuator. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So there's a, a couple of different things that well, it could be. So well, the da- the dial on the dashboard goes from cold to hot. Right. Usually all winter you leave it on full hot. You know. Right. Well, that yeah. dial must control the baffle, I assume. Right. It, it controls that air 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 door is what yeah. they call it. And there's even supposed to be a little sensor in there that that uh knows when that door is fully open or fully closed so yeah there's there's uh you know even to get to the cable that makes the whole thing work it's it goes from uh you know there's these uh cables that go from the um side of the car and they open this kind of flap mechanism and then that's what that's what makes it work and and yeah and it's in the heater housing and um yeah, it's 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 a little bit of it's a little bit of hanging upside down to figure it out. So yeah, well, in the yeah. old days, in the old days, I had a Mercury, but you could see you could see the heater hoses under the hood. Right. I just cut yeah. the heater hose and put a valve in between, <laughs> and then ended that. That it's a, you. You wouldn't be the first person to solve the problem that way, either with a leak in heater core or. Um, yeah. You know, or or they just shut the heat off. Uh, yeah, some of yeah. these can be some of these can be a bit of a bit of a nuisance to get to. And there's, you know, you gotta you gotta unfortunately you gotta pull this whole you know assembly out sometimes to look at it. Um, wow. So it's it they didn't make it really easy to work on either. So no, no, yeah. no. Make, no. Yeah. I would I would find a good like radiator shop or or you know. Uh, uh, air conditioner shop or somebody who they might know a, f- a few little tricks to try to get to it to make it a little yeah. bit easier for you. I called a couple of dealers and one wants fifty dollars to diagnose, another wants a hundred dollars to diagnose, and right. I figured they they're going to spend an hour or two, and who knows what. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's just it. They're going to spend they're going to spend some time some time looking at it, trying to figure out what it is, and. Uh, you know, there's, like I said, there's no, there's this, uh, the, the air door is made up of a couple different parts, including this, uh, including this, like, they call it an actuator, but it's, right, uh, right. yeah, so. If I can, yeah, go you, ahead. You, you can't find the hoses that go to the heater on these cars. Everything is buried. Yeah. If oh, I could yeah. find yeah. that hose, I would cut the hose and put a valve in it and then end it all. <laughs> end it all. It. <laughs> there you go. Okay, thank you very much, John. All right, take care, Charlie. Right, right. Well, let's see if we can get uh, Gary Jafarian over and say hello. We'll let him settle down and don't fall over backwards. Don't fall over backwards. Yeah, all, all, all the things you're, you're not supposed to do. So get right up close to the microphone and say hello. And Hello. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning. Um, well, let's, let's talk about the business here for a while. How long, how long has Jafarian Volvo Toyota been around? 76 years, uh, John. We started in 1938 with a little one-room gas station, my grandmother and grandfather. I was going to say, you look good for that age. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you, you were saying as you're entering maturity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what a doctor said. I, 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 
thought I got the flu or something a week or so ago, and I went into one of those minute clinic things. So, and uh, I said, geez, you know, it used to be I'd get sick, and then two days later I'd feel better. And and the uh, nurse practitioner looked at me and said, "Welcome to maturity." Yeah, maturity. Like, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like this at all. So, um, but uh, you know, it's it's springtime. It's time to, you know, the the weather's getting nicer and. You know, I, I looked at my own car this morning um, as, as I drove by it and said, ooh, it's time for a good cleaning. Yeah. And, uh, you this, know. This time of year, our uh, clean reconditioning cleaning department is very busy. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, um, middle of the month, we had more clean sold than the prior two months you yeah. know, combined yeah. because of the weather. And it is important for people to, you know, keep up with the car yeah. because the, the salt and the weather and the grime and, it really, when you look at what we pay for a car, and just next door, uh, speaking to a young lady who her payment is 600 and change a month on her car, uh, two kids, one yeah. in college, one yeah. private school, she's here to downsize yeah. and reduce, but that's a lot of money. So why not spend a couple hundred bucks a year to have it fluffed and buffed and, yeah. you know, to help preserve the value, the value yeah. of the vehicle? Yeah, yeah. It, and it makes sense. And like you said, even just... Uh, a cleaning we i had somebody on the show probably six or eight weeks ago and he was from something called a who knew there was such a thing national association of corrosion engineers um i guess there's an association for everybody everybody, you know and um and it was interesting because i talked to him and then right after that the national highway traffic safety administration just came out with something and said cars are starting to get a little rusty underneath these days and it's from all of the stuff they're putting on the roads that help people from getting in crashes because it keeps the roads from freezing but on the other hand all this and it's not just salt it's magnesium chloride that's pretty hard on cars so it's a good idea to get a car in and get it clean but also get it up in the air and looked at because we're seeing more rusty brake lines than we have in a long time and rusty we'll see, yeah, yeah. front front yeah. end trying to do do alignments yeah. uh, the bolts are frozen yeah. rusted up yeah. that we didn't see for a long time yeah and it's the good news is they do it to make the road safer. The bad news is it's not so good for the cars these days. Side so, effects, yeah, like exa- medication. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, let's let's talk a little bit about what's in the Volvo showroom these days. You got you got a you got well, a great selection. Of yeah, the cars Vol- these Volvo, days Volvo is um, you know the last few years um, Volvo has uh, uh, come back with some new products yeah. and. Uh, right now we have the S60 and uh, with our uh, drive E engine, we're at 37 miles to the gallon highway on a Volvo. So mo- uh, the prior engines were at 22 on the highway. Yep. So now we can get someone a, a good full-size car with safety, performance, style, and <clears throat> excuse me, 35 plus miles to the gallon yeah. on the highway with yeah. drive E. And the um, mainstay XC70 uh, cross-country wagon, the V60 sport wagon, which has been very, very popular. Yep. Yep. And now the, we've got a space available for the new XC90, which will debut uh, next month. Um, and that vehicle has received nothing but the greatest reviews uh, from every auto publisher, editor. Yeah, I, I, I actually just pulled something out. Yeah. It was, uh, I think it was the guy from uh, Auto Week who wrote about it. And he said, uh, uh, Volvo XC90 excellence with first-class seating. So yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah. uh, my parts uh manager brian was just returned from a uh from a national uh, parts and service conference and he said gary this car is absolutely absolutely gorgeous the inside the appointments it's volvo all the way strength durability reliability safety but he said the interior uh creature comforts and everything he said it's like nothing we've ever had in a volvo so really it's exciting you know volvo has always been one of the mainstays and made a big name for itself with safety and when my dad took on Volvo in 1958, 
he wanted to sell a quality automobile, something that was strong and yep. durable, and that's what it is. What did, what did your, you know, you, you talk about your father and grandfather. What did his friends say when you guys took on Toyota and Volvo? Toyota, I, I remember as a young, young, I was six years old, but growing up with it, and the local uh, people laughed at my father for taking on Toyota. And, of course, we'd drive around yeah. with the family in this uh, uh, Toyota Tierra, three-speed on the column. And, um, but it was, um, you know, back in that day, it was, yeah. it was Ford and Chrysler yeah. and, and Oldsmobile, yeah. uh, you know, GM, and people laughed. <clears throat> and some of the original Toyota dealers that my dad encouraged to take on Toyota, they were Volvo dealers that yeah. he had got to take on Volvo, yeah. they dropped the franchise in, in the early years. And they mm. said, this thing is too many, yeah. too many headaches. Yeah. My dad said, stick with it. This product, this Toyota will be number one. Yeah. And it did become that. And they yeah. were so committed. Toyota would send a Japanese executive and an American exec out to visit with my father. And the reason for the American was to translate. Yeah, yeah. And there was no laptop or tablets. Yeah. It was a clipboard. Yeah. And they would make notes. The, the original cars that we got in this country from Japan didn't have chokes. Oh, okay. So they wouldn't even start. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we probably, as you know and people may yeah. not know, but the reprocessed metal that they were building the fenders and cylinder heads out of wouldn't last a year. Yeah, they sort of, you could, I, the old joke was if you listen if you listen real carefully, you could hear rusting in the showroom. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what they said. Yeah. But we stuck with it. And the main thing was that Toyota, as a manufacturer, stood behind mm. the product. Right. And they didn't hide from it. They yeah. didn't run from it. And they used it as a learning tool. To make a better product, right. which today we have a, yeah. it's a phenomenal automobile. Yeah. No, I, I even remember uh, talking to some folks from uh, a Toyota manufacturing plant, but they were having some problems. So they had this whole group of Toyota engineers and looking at the manufacturing process going, you know, we need to do this and we need right. to do that. And we know we can fix the problem. Yeah. And just the idea how they address it. And, and I, I know a old friend of mine, uh, Wade Hoyt, who was the PR director for Toyota for a really long time, always used to call Toyota the belts and suspender company because yeah. they always they always kind of added that second layer of something just to make sure. And you know, and he even admitted when you know the first Toyota pickup truck came out, uh, you know, it, it was. You know, it was a little rough around the edges, but now you, now you look at the Tundra or the Tacoma. I know we had the uh, the national uh, PR uh, or national marketing guy for uh, Tacoma on the show a few weeks ago and talking about you know some things they did with the Tacoma truck and and I said something about you know all the creature comforts and he said yeah but we found that our buyer also wants a real truck right. under that body different than you know the other midsize right. truck that. Uh, that is maybe a little bit softer around the edges, we know we still have a good body-on-frame truck that's, that's right. still going to be a real truck. And that's the key to our products. Yeah. And, you know, we don't, we don't, we stick with the core value of what the product is supposed to be yeah. for, what, what it was built yeah. for. Yeah. Add the creature comforts, but it's still, right. as you said, a frame and body truck. Yeah. It's a real truck. It's a real truck, yeah. yeah. And you look around, you look around, and I know some people had concerns a few years ago with, um, you know, as... said you know one of the nice things is they let us go back to be in Volvo correct and yeah. when when when, Geely, when Ford had purchased Volvo <clears throat> they you know they they took a lot of the technical uh, component design R&D and they put it into some of the Ford product and left us kind of like tumbleweed just yeah. rolling around yeah. with no new product or no, or no anything Geely purchased us and said go back to doing what you know what yeah. AB Volvo in Sweden what you do right build a good car and 
we'll get you back and market it properly. So they put a lot of money, uh, Gilly did, our new yep. owner, into Volvo. And now we have new products, <clears throat> excuse me, new products coming out. Over the next couple of years, every year we have new products yeah. on the on the horizon, yeah. which is great. Yeah, no, we, it, and that's why we're yeah. kind of back in business, if you will. Yeah, no, it's it's great. You look at you know there you know people that haven't looked at a Volvo in a long time might remember Volvos as either being odd looking, boxy looking, or something in between. You know, you that's don't right. know. And you look at the S60, for yeah. instance. You know, what a stylish car. It's a beautiful car. Yeah, it's a style, performance, luxury. Volvo is. Uh, it's a great product. It's yeah. one of the best yeah. on the road. Yeah. And when it comes to like a small wagon, there isn't a lot of small wagons around anymore either. And that's and that's a niche that, you know, you kind of look around and you go, yeah, you know, there's there's a there's a real need for a little car like that that, that people want. And, and the, the part of that with the Volvo with the V60 wagon or the cross-country XC70, other manufacturers tried to break into that wagon market, yeah. if you will, other European vehicles uh, manufacturers and they weren't able to mm. you know people that want this wagon or a small wagon or mid-sized wagon know that volvo is the one right nobody so other manufacturers got into it yeah and got out yeah you, you look at it, especially like compared to the 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 v50 there's there's not a, there's not a lot out there i no. mean you know maybe jetta is a little bit smaller but that's really about it and volvo being a, a essentially a swedish company um you know your way around winter. That's the great thing being, you know, in New England, it's it's a wonderful New England vehicle. Uh, now with the addition of all-wheel yeah. drive, which even years ago we didn't have all-wheel drive, but we were still a great winter car, right. and people went to Volvo because of that. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a wonderful, wonderful no, automobile. No, Safety I, is still priority yeah, one with Volvo. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny. It's funny. I remember talking to somebody, and they, they were talking about, uh, they were talking about uh, Volvo and uh they came over and said, "You know, so so when did Volvo hop on the safety bandwagon?" And and the and, and the guy from Volvo was this guy Dan Johnson, who's since retired and and just a just a good guy, but really techy guy. And he's like, "We've always been on the you know, we've always been safety right from you know. You look at you know who you know who put the first seatbelts in cars, who put the first you know who who put the first three-way style belts in cars, you know who developed." Uh, who develop systems to protect the occupants in the event of a crash, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's been something that's, you know, kind of a hallmark with Volvo. It is, in, and the good news is other manufacturers have followed and made their vehicles safer, but Volvo still is, is in the driver's seat when it comes to safety. And, and actually, you know, that, that's, a, that's a real good point that, you know, Volvo kind of led the way in safety, and it certainly helped every car that's on the on the road absolutely because everybody needs to be able to keep up and you know and if you know toyota obviously makes a good safe vehicle but yes. if volvo makes a safe vehicle and toyota says we want to be competitive we got to make right. a safe vehicle and, yeah. and we've seen that with the products and we have a very large body shop and just in looking at the vehicles that come in there and when they when they are in an accident some of the uh, similarities and trying to duplicate volvo's crumple zone yeah. and again protect yeah. the occupant yeah. in the vehicle um as compared to many years past where other manufacturers vehicles came in and they were just ripped apart yeah so yeah. They, they have improved yeah no it it it, it really is and it's uh, um you know well, the last the last time we chatted in person i think we were talking about leasing versus mm -hmm. buying and leasing sometimes is one of those things that it doesn't appeal to everybody because maybe they don't understand it um can you kind of give us? Can you kind of give us like a? And that's uh, lease, leasing is a, a lot of people 
are afraid of it because they don't understand yeah. it. And it's yeah. human nature. Yeah. We all are. Yeah. But the beauty of leasing is it's, it's a, a very simple formula. When you lease a vehicle, consumer, you're only paying for the amount of vehicle that you use. <clears throat> so if a new Toyota Corolla is $20,000, you, know, you could come in and purchase it for 20000 yeah. or put $2,000 down and maybe borrow 18000 but if you lease it for three years, you're only paying back the depreciation, yeah. which is probably about 47, 46%. Yeah. And the rest is left as a purchase option at the end, or yeah. you can give it back. Yeah. And that's the quick version. Yeah. But it's very, so it's it's much less expensive to pay back maybe $8,000 than it is to pay back twenty. Right. So you rent the car or the truck, the vehicle, yeah. for the best three years of its life. Mm -hmm. It's under warranty. It's under maintenance agreement. Most Many manufacturers yeah. today have a maintenance agreement for the first two or three years. Yeah. So really, it's a turnkey. We call it gas and go. Yeah. Other than your insurance and excise tax, yeah. everything else is included. Mm. Um, it's, it's a very, very, it's a great way to go. The manufacturers support it sometimes with greater incentives than a purchase because it keeps the consumer in a shorter trade cycle right. at a lower payment. So we're all the same. If we're spending yeah. less, we're happier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> Nobody no. wants to spend more. So, you know, so, you know, as we kind of think about that, um, like you said, you're in the you're in a shorter cycle of owning the car, which is also good because there's a whole section of the, the economy that runs on used cars. Correct. So if you have a car that was a three year old lease that comes off that lease and all of a sudden comes back to you and you've maintained it because, like you said, very often it includes maintenance as part of that. Uh, you know the car. All of a sudden, that becomes a really good used car for right. you guys. Yeah, and that that is such so true. Um, you know, it's very difficult today to retail a five-year-old vehicle with seventy-five or eighty thousand miles. There aren't people don't want yeah. that because yeah. of the headaches. So the cert, the three-year-old vehicle that we've maintained, which we call pedigree papers, we can market that vehicle as certified with the pedigree papers. And that person can then get a great late model pre-owned yeah. vehicle yeah. with low mileage. Yeah, no, so it, no. It, it's a win-win for the. It's it's great for the manufacturer. It's great for the dealer, and it's most importantly, it's it's a real plus for the consumer. No, that 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 sounds that sounds good when when that when that happens. I know some people when they think about leasing a car, they go out and they lease a car and they say, okay, I'm going to lease a car, and it says I can drive twelve thousand miles a year, and all of a sudden three years goes by and they drive fifty thousand miles. Right. Um, but then they decide, you know, it's been a really good car. I want to buy it. Is there any penalty because they went over the miles if they're going to buy the car? No. The the purchase the option or the guaranteed future value that's on the contract, as long as the manufacturer or the finance company receives that, whether the vehicle's got 36000 or 96000 yeah. that's all they want to get. So yeah. we have a lot of people that actually do that which we call lease to own yeah so they do the short they know they're going to put twenty five thousand yeah. miles a year on mm -hmm. they do a twelve thousand or ten thousand mile a year lease yeah. to enjoy the low payment right and then per pay that balance off yeah. at the end so there is no penalty there's yeah. no mileage penalty the only time is if you turn the vehicle in right you will pay for the additional yeah. miles yeah. just as the same way as if you trade a vehicle in a car with 30,000 miles is worth a lot more than a car with 50. Right. So it's no, yeah. it's no different. On a lease, you just see it because they say there's a mileage charge. Yeah. It, it doesn't cost the consumer any more or any less to drive more miles on a lease as it does on mm. a buy. Mm. Yeah, it, it's... Uh it, it it's one of those things that, again it's not it it's it's not always for everybody because not it's one of those things that you don't always understand right. when you hear about it but i think as people understand it 
it might be for for more and more people well yeah. and, and the, the proof to that is <clears throat> the people that do lease today once they get into a lease they usually stay they yeah. don't come back at the right. end and say i'm going back to a buy yeah the answer or the comment is wow this yeah. was great i can't i wish i had started leasing yeah. early, you know yeah. earlier yeah. on so it is it is the loyalty and the retention uh, of lease customers is high yeah yeah, very no, high. It, it, it is, and it, and I've heard, and I've heard that from people. And and I, I like to use my my wife's car as a good example. Uh, you know, she typically only drove you know eight or nine thousand miles a year. She and you know she kind of would fit into that nice oh. low low, you know, low mileage lease. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And as the dealer, we love those. Yeah, we we want thirty thousand <laughs> mile yeah. cars coming yeah. off lease. Exactly. You know, exactly. versus fifty or sixty. Exactly. It's, it's and you know one you know just a talking about Toyota and Volvo, uh, leasing again is based, you're paying depreciation. So the better uh, a car holds its value, yeah. like our products, yeah. your depreciation is less than it is on other vehicles. So if a mm. vehicle has traditionally a very high resale value or high yeah. demand on the pre-owned market, that's going to lease out less per month mm. than a comparably priced something else. Yeah, yeah. To plug my own product. Yeah, that, well, that's, what, why that's, not? That's, that's, what, that's why you're here. That's why you're here. That's what you're supposed to do. And uh, uh, I, I know you have things to do, but before we let you go, okay. and I want to get you back again maybe okay. about in 10 or 15 minutes or so, but um, let's talk a little bit over at the Toyota side for a while. Sure. Um, you have something almost nobody has. You have a minivan. Yes. And you have a minivan. It's all wheel All wheel drive. And you have a minivan. This is any luxury car inside it's, of it. You know, they could put a Lexus badge on that yes. and be able to get away with it. The Toyota Sienna is the name minivan. I wish they, somebody could come up with a different yeah. name because it's not appropriate. Right. It's really a, a luxury coach on wheels, if you will. Yeah. Um, safety, when Toyota designed the Sienna, it was designed for the United yeah. States market, yeah. as we know, and um, unlike its predecessors. Right. Yeah. And the safety appointments in it, the side airbags in the back of the vehicle, um, there's 13 cup holders. It is designed, they spent time with focus groups, making sure that that vehicle is designed to meet the needs of today's active, right. busy family. Yeah. Um, ergonomically, style, as you mentioned, comfort, yeah. luxury. It's not a vehicle that any uh, parent will be ashamed to pull up in. Yeah. You know, it's really, whether you're in yeah. a suit going to a, yeah. you know, to a, a wedding or, yeah. or taking the kids to a, a ball game, it's, it's, it's the perfect vehicle. Um, allowing the parent, you know, with the, with the walk-through seats and the electric doors, and it takes, as I tell our, our customers that that get into that area where they need that type of vehicle, yeah. it's really designed to make life for mom and dad easier. Yeah, it's not about the kids; yeah. it's about the parents. Yeah, and if you look at it that way, instead of struggling trying to maybe put three kids in the back of a Highlander, it's a heck of a lot easier to hit the button and have that electric door open. Yeah, and they pile in and out. Pile in, yeah. No, we need to take a break. Um, but maybe uh, I know you have a few things to do. But maybe you come back again in ten minutes and we can talk a little bit about some of the other things over yes. on the other the other, the other side, side of the building over here. Yeah. Um, kind of uh, you know from uh, little to big, you guys still have a you guys still have an economy car. We still do. Yeah. We have the yeah. Yaris. We have the yeah. Corolla. Yeah. We have yeah yeah the yeah. Yaris. And then maybe we'll talk a little about Avalon, which again yeah. another car you could put a yes. Lexus badge on. Yes. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening at AM nine fifty. WROL, the Spirit of Boston. We're at Jafarian Volvo Toyota. We'll be right back.
WROL Boston. The Great Molasses Flood of 1919, they were there. The Prue pierces the skyline, 1964, they were there. 2004, Boston baseball reigns supreme again. They were there. They were there when Starrow Drive opened in 1951, and when the first flight landed at Logan in 1923, they were there. They've been here for a hundred years of Boston, uniquely Boston, City of Boston Credit Union. Memberships open to anyone living or working in Suffolk or Norfolk counties. And when it comes to loans, when you need a loan, there's no place like City of Boston Credit Union. They are there, there for you. Home loans, vehicle, tuition, energy and personal, City of Boston Credit Union, 617-635-4545. City of Boston Credit Union is NMLS number 403469 equal housing lender. Visit cityofbostoncu.com for more. City of Boston Credit Union, uniquely Boston. To celebrate our 60th anniversary as New England's Tire and Car Care Headquarters, Sullivan Tire and Auto Service is saying thank you with great tire savings. Throughout the month of April, check out the amazing savings on a full line of road gripping tires. Buy three, get one absolutely free, or buy one, get the second at 50% off on all quality Yokohama brand tires. Plus, receive an additional $60 manufacturer's rebate on select Yokohama tires. After the record winter, the roads are filled with potholes. So keep Sullivan Tire in mind for expert tire repair and wheel alignment so you get the proper mileage out of your tires and you'll save on gas too. Stop in anytime this month for giant savings and top flight maintenance. Buy three, get one absolutely free, or buy one, get the second at 50% off on all quality Yokohama brand tires. Visit SullivanTire.com. Peace of mind driving. You deserve it. We provide it. It's Sullivan Tire's 60th anniversary. Thank you, New England, for 60 great years. Hi, this is Gary Jafarian, CEO of Jafarian Volvo, Toyota, and Haverhill. Have a question about car buying or servicing? All you have to do is ask Gary. Email me a question at askgaryj at gmail.com. You're listening to The Car Doctor. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Um, I think we have uh, John from Peabody on the phone. John, is that you? Good morning, John. John, John is that you? Hey, good morning. Oh, uh, I don't have a car question. I'm just concerned. Did anybody get hurt in that uh, auto accident with your wife had? Uh, well, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, my oh, wife, okay. I think, suffered a little bit of, uh, oh, yeah, suffered a little bit of emotional, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so, sorry, no, then no. Yeah, so a little bit, but that's all right, oh. that's all right, that's all right. But, no, but, you know, she, you know, the car's totaled, and, you know, it's just one of those things, you know? But nobody got really badly hurt. I, I oh. hope not. I hope okay. not. Oh, yeah, okay. We, yeah. So. All right. Okay. Thank All right. You. Thanks, John. All right. Bye. Bye. Um, our buddy Rick from Boston had a question about uh, fix a flat. Some of these inflators that you can use to try to um, add to the tire. And one of his questions was, does it throw the tire out of balance, or does it balance the tire? And in fact, um, what can happen is uh, I have seen it do both. I have seen it actually help 
uh, balance a tire, but I've also seen it that uh, what can happen is it will actually settle to one side of the tire, and it will actually cause some cause some other balance issues at the same time. So, hmm. Well, there's a, a Dodge Ram or a Ram truck owner who said he filed a, filed a lawsuit against uh, Chrysler last week uh, because he said, uh, well, there was, a, there was something he didn't like. He's Robert Beasley filed a suit after a company informed him the Ram 1500 he bought last year didn't have the heavy-duty differential, which he paid extra for. It's not clear how widespread the problem is because uh, Chrysler declined to comment. A review of the Internet forum last week revealed that it's not an isolated case. Uh, Beasley's Ram was supposed to have the heavier duty 3.55 to 1 rear axle, uh, which is a $50 option and better for towing. The pickup was equipped with a 3.21 rear axle, which is better for fuel economy. Um, again, he got he paid for something he didn't get. Who knows what they'll do? You know, maybe they'll just swap axles. Um, this uh, Chrysler spokesman said that the automaker had not yet been served with uh, Beasley's lawsuit and would not comment. After owning the vehicle for nine months, Beasley notified uh, Chrysler that his Monroney sticker was wrong and his pickup instead had the 3.21 uh, axle ratio, according to the suit the automaker offered. The 750 Mopar dollars that could be used to buy service or accessories, uh, who knows what's going to happen. It's a lawsuit. You never know what's going to happen. So, uh, our phone number is 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. A, a new little engine is going to join Toyota's lineup, a 1.2-liter engine. Toyota Motor Company is stepping up its global engine upgrade of 14 high-efficiency power plants through 2015 with the deployment of a new downsized turbo unit. The, this debuts a fuel-sipping but more powerful engine uh, that began last year by year end the rollout will include 14 improved engines covering about 30 percent of toyota's global nameplates including such power plants as the two liter turbocharged engine mounted in the lexus nx crossover uh, the latest example is a newly developed 1.2 liter direct injection turbocharged engine it's going to start off in the japan uh, market toyota Aris, a small car unveiled last week following a debut of a 1.5 liter naturally aspirated engine for the Corolla. The suite of engines which deliver at least 10% better fuel economy than the existing ones is a part is a key part of Toyota's push to meet increasingly stringent emission standards. The world's largest automaker had prioritized gas electric hybrid drivetrains over traditional in, uh, internal combustion systems, but Toyota now is revamping the base engines across the lineup and the new technologies draw on direct injection turbocharging and high compression. Eight of the 14 new engines have been released at uh, one of the upcoming engines will achieve a thermal efficiency rate of 40%. So, so we have, uh, you know, we have some, we have some news, some news to, to hear about when uh, it comes to that sort of stuff. Our phone number is 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. And uh, uh, John from Peabody was asking about uh, the crash my wife was in and, uh, yeah, she, you know, it was one of those things, uh, you know, it, it, it happened. Uh, I don't believe, uh, you know, it, my, my wife is a little nervous about driving these days after this because it was a uh, pretty significant uh, crash that it uh, the, the car was hit dead set in the right in the middle of the passenger door. And I guess in this case, it was lucky uh, it was a convertible because the windows were down, which kept her head from hitting any glass where the windows would have been up. And uh, the, reinf the reinforcement of the uh, 
the rocker the rocker panel which is brings this the stability to the car i think actually helped a lot of intrusion into the vehicle so why don't we take another call 617-770-3030 617-730-30 good morning you're on the car doctor program good morning john uh, my name is paul i have a problem with uh, my ford sync i have a 2011 explorer um my, mm-hmm. my, my ford sync's been back to the dealer four or five times but they say it doesn't do what I say it does uh, when they, they see it, so therefore they can't do anything about it. It's under warranty. Um, it's what I, What's been happening is it reboots sometimes three or four times a day. Um, it, uh, it, the, the navigation system is you know, sometimes off and on. It's completely off. In fact, when I was in Connecticut the uh, last couple of weeks ago, it was told me to make a right turn between exit 62 and 63, and I was up in there for woods. Um, mm. uh, it's also dropped phone calls, um, reboots in the middle of phone calls. Uh, I know there's a lot of complaints on, online about it, but I was wondering yeah. if you know anything or what my recourse might be with the dealer. With, uh, they keep telling me they can't do anything unless it happens when they have it in the shop. And have they done all of the... Uh... Uh, new software for it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been upgraded. Um, they it's been master rebooted uh, probably yep. six or seven times. Yeah. Um, what what model what model Ford was it again? Explorer. Explorer. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's just been so many problems with this, which is why Ford has gone to a different format to run to run their system. It's just been this has been one of the most complained about. You know, complained about things that they've had. So, yeah, I don't. You know, I wish I had a good answer for you, but I think the answer is in the programming. Really, it's it's one of those things that uh, I don't. Uh, it's um, you, you know, sync sync is the bane of uh, of uh, Ford's existence in some of these things, and uh, I know they've issued all kinds of uh, service bulletins. The uh, the last one came out. Uh, not too long ago, but it's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm looking at one now and it says, uh, you know, the, the, the letter that goes out to the dealer, um, you know, said, uh, y- you know, there's a, there's a supplement that they came out. There's a there's an application upgrade for it. I would just make sure that they've done everything possible, everything possible there is to make sure that um, the software is as up to date as, as it is. And short of that, uh, there's also even a new, um, I think there's a new uh, SD card, the memory card for the mapping system. I think they came out with a new one of those. So I think that's about all you can do. Um, it's just, it's it's a system that it's dragging forward down quality, quality-wise. Yes. Is, the, is the backup camera part of that system? Because now, as of yesterday, I have no backup camera anymore. Um, hmm. That's, that's a separate system. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, even though, even though it's sort of all, you know, all kind of connected in together somewhere, but that would be a separate system. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have, I, I, everything I look at when it comes to sync, the first thing it says is verify software level, verify software level. They want to make sure it has the right software in it. And they've even come up with a, uh, a new, um, uh, I think they've even put a new, uh, 
CPU in. Even some, there's one bulletin here that says some vehicles equipped with my Ford, my Ford uh, Touch Sync system and built before 2013 may exhibit conditions with navigation, voice recognition, call sound quality, phone pairing, clock media, Wi-Fi passcode, rear view camera guidelines, and system performance. So it's like everything they have, and this one, this one was issued a year ago. So. There's a ton of different technical bulletins on this, and I think it's really one of those things you you just got to make sure it's as up to date as it can be. And some of them, some of the updates you do yourself, there's a USB uh, flash drive you plug in that upgrades it, and some of them the dealer has to do. Yeah, all that's there's, been done, but I, I yeah. think you, you went down that list. I could probably check every box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Short of that, uh, you know, I I think eventually Ford will solve the problem, but I I don't I don't have an answer for you. Um, my patience yeah. is gone though for it. Yeah, I can, I can, I can understand. Okay, uh, well, well, good, good luck with it. it. All, All right, right, take care. Bye bye. Bye. Let's go real quick to Robert. Robert, is that you? Yeah. Hey, Paul. How you doing today? Good. Hey, listen, uh, Paul. About six, seven months ago, I picked up this 2002 Ford Taurus wagon. Uh, like 105,000 miles on it. Runs great. I had it out to Western Mass, New Hampshire, Maine, several times. Runs great on the yep. highway. But going down the road, anything I have to watch for this vehicle that that, that might I have a hiccup on? Mm-hmm. So, uh, go ahead. Uh, one more time. You said it, what happens? There's a hiccup? Oh, no. I'm just saying, I mean, the car oh. runs great, but is there anything in this particular vehicle oh. down the road I might have to watch for that might go wrong? Just rust. Yeah, that's about yeah, it, the huh? sub the subframes, the subframes on those can be a real problem. Uh, mm -hmm. Brake lines can be a real problem, and okay. some of them. I mean, you know, some of the, you know, you know, transmission, air conditioning, things like that can always be an issue. But right. mostly, mostly in those, look for look for rust in the subframes. That's where you can. That's where that can come back to haunt you. All right, no, good to know. It's a great second. Now, other 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 than that, you know, it used to be, you know, if it was a V6 engine in a Ford, you knew it had a head gasket problem. Most of those problems on those cars have been solved, so that's not okay. as much of an issue. Um, uh, you know, just, you know, just, you know, remember the car for what it is and, you know, don't try to push it too hard and I think you'll be fine. I know. It sounds good. It's almost like one of these things. It's, a, it's too good to be true because it runs so great, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I understand. All right. All right. Good luck. All right. Take Appreciate care. Bye-bye. We need to take another break and when we come back, we'll talk to Gary and finish up here. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. WROL Boston. Hey, it's Kurt here, your interstate battery guy. And if you're on the job site right now, you have tons of power-hungry devices that need portable power. No matter what kind of device you're using, we have your battery. At the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, we have every battery for every need. You know we supply those hard-to-find batteries for two-way radios, specialty tools, testing equipment, monitors, and alarms. We even have replacement batteries for every major brand of cordless drill or power tool. At the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, we love to light up people's lives. So, of course, we have all kinds of batteries for flashlights and even hard-to-find batteries for those specialty lights. Whether it's the job site, the campsite, work, or recreation, the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn will keep you powered up. We're located at 30 Nashua Street, directly off of Montvale Ave in Woburn. 
Stop by or visit interstatebatteries.com, Woburn. And remember, always ask for outrageously dependable interstate batteries. It's hot, and you think, whew, I'm turning the air conditioner down. Then you think, how much is that going to cost me? The internal struggle begins. <laughs> cost versus comfort. But now you can end the fight. With Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating Systems, you enjoy ultimate comfort, even in difficult spaces, while dramatically reducing energy costs. Mitsubishi's EcoComfort technology lets you control each room individually, so you don't have to pay to cool areas you aren't using. These units also filter allergens, and there's no ductwork so a contractor can install them in less than a day. Don't beat yourself up over energy costs. Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Live better. This is the time of the year when your heating and air conditioning units are screaming for attention. Just like your car, your systems need to be tuned up. I'm Mike Francione, owner of Coastal Heating and Air Conditioning in Quincy. We at Coastal have you covered for all your heating, AC, and refrigeration needs. From your home to business to even your boat. Call today at 617-770-0636. Also on the web at CoastalAHR.com. Hello, this is Gary Jafarian, CEO of Jafarian Volvo Toyota in Haverhill, Mass., and you are listening to The Car Doctor. Tune in at 9 a.m. the last Saturday of every month to listen to me and John Paul. You're listening to The Car Doctor. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Austin. Penny, did you make a friend over there? Yeah. Okay. This is Kurt from Interstate Battery. He was tooling around on his Harley, I think. Right, Kurt? Honda. Honda. Oops. Honda <laughs> well, you know, we just had your commercial just ran. Tell us, tell us about your business a little bit. Well, as I've been saying on the radio, I'm Interstate Batteries. I'm the Interstate Battery guy. Um, we're located, we've got an Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, and right now we're, uh, we're gearing up to sell a lot of batteries for, uh, I say your big boy toys, but there's a lot, of, a lot of gals on these toys too, for your motorcycles, your lawn tractors, your uh, um, cordless tools, your boats. It's, uh, it's a busy season for us all of a sudden. You know, we came out of a, one of our best winters in years because of the cold, yeah. and um, we thought we were going to take a rest, but nope. No rest for the weary, is that what you're saying? Yeah. No rest for the weary. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, you know, uh, I've I've always said to people, you know, you, your battery's got to be one of those things, and you know, working at AAA, we still go out. Batteries and flat tires are the things that we go out for every single day, thousands of times a day, and people forget that uh, the summer heat's not good for a battery either, is it? No, so there's two. The primary thing that kills batteries actually is heat. Our batteries are all tested in taxicab fleets out in Flagstaff and Phoenix, Arizona, um, and that's where they stand up and they they go through the pressure. Now, what happens to us in New England? Um, we don't have the intense heat that they have out in the Southwest, but underhood temperatures and and the summer heat do knock them dead or weaken them, and then the winter what comes along and as soon as that cold hits, they get knocked dead. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that you can get by, and you might have a 7-year-old battery in your car. It's fine. You leave it in a mall parking lot on an 80, 90-degree day. You come out, and it's just click. Yes, and that's no fun for anyone. Um, and interestingly enough, at any of our interstate battery dealers in the uh, greater Boston area or at our interstate all-battery center in Woburn, 
we have a, a test machine called the ED18, ED being early detection, um, 18 being our race car number. Um, and anyway, the early detection 18, ED18, will predict ahead of time the expected life of your battery. Actually, not the expected life, the expected temperature it may fail at. So for instance, in September, you go in and say, hey, winterize my car, that Fred's pretty good golf. And they go ahead and they winterize your car, and part of that winterization process is to check the battery. And they'll get a reading that may say good battery, it may get a battery that says failed battery, or there's a reading right in the middle that says marginal, and this battery may fail at 28 degrees. Well, you know it's going to be 28 degrees pretty soon, so it's a good time to replace it ahead of time rather than getting stuck at the local convenience store. Can the ED18 uh, pick lottery numbers? <laughs> yeah. Well, Marita tells me we've run out of time, so we we gotta we gotta end our program. We gotta wrap up. Our buddy Johnny Costello is filling in for the vacationing Paul Sullivan, who I believe is. I don't know how, but I think he's celebrating his, like, 33rd wedding anniversary or something. So uh, congratulations to Paul and his wife for a, uh, a very happy anniversary. And, uh, Johnny Costello, you were there. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. And uh, you're going you're gonna to be filling in, and you're gonna, we're going to have the best in Irish music on the Irish Hit Parade today, right? Yes, we are. It's an honor to follow you, John. You had a great show. Nice job today. All right. Thanks, John. All right. To everybody out there, make sure you wear your seatbelts, drive carefully, and be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.